me at the ice cream truck I'll buy you some ice cream You know what I mean? The show is obscene But I bet you gon' like these Three dudes trying to get along Craig Coleman and Matt Fulcheron Don't forget to start the show EA Dub, Eric Allen Wendell Let's roll, trying to keep up Turn up the AC, stay cheating up Eat it up, time to devour the full Charge power hour Yo, 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 yo. It's Matt Fulcheron. This is the Full Charge Power Hour bonus edition. That's right. You've earned it. You got it. Uh, please support the podcast. Donate a dollar at thefullcharge.com. Uh, buy the t-shirts we have up at thefullcharge.com. And go on iTunes and buy. This is the part of the job I hate. That's my CD. Uh, Support us and spread the word and rate and review us on iTunes. This is a podcast I did in Williamsburg, New York with my friends Chris Tinkle and my friend uh, Louis Katz. And uh, it's a good time. I think this is probably the sexiest, most filthiest episode of the podcast. So if you've got kids around... Kick them out. And if you're a member of my family, uh, just don't listen to this one. Listen to the other ones. This is not for you. Okay, guys. Enjoy. I love you. I'll see you later. Fuck yeah, bro. Welcome to the Full Charge Power Hour. We're here with Chris Tinkle. He's got a new album out. This is part of the fucking press tour. (laughs) New album called Maybe I Don't Feel Like Smiling. And uh, where can they get it? You can get on uh, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, and that's about it. Yeah, and at a show that I'm at. I sell them like a little whore out in the, in the lobby. <laughs> that's always fun, right? <laughs> that's the worst. That is my least favorite part of um, anything I've done in show business it's, so far, is personally selling my shit yeah. to other people. I named my album, this is the part of the job I hate. That's kind of a joke on the stand-up as a part yeah. of the job that I hate, but... It's actually become selling that CD is the part of the job I hate. It's brutal. It really is. It's like, um, it's just like, oh, you know, I mean, I forget to even say I'm selling them like 90% of the time because I'm just like, oh, I don't <laughs> even want to. Because you don't want to. Because it's fucking awkward. Like, you know, you're like doing, you know, I have a certain kind of rhythm up there. And I feel like, you know, five minutes before, it's like, boom, let's turn into that Billy Mays guy and let's, let's be an infomercial. And it's so obvious. And it's like, and I didn't want to be that guy who writes like a whole three minute bit about, like guess what? Selling his shit. Like guess Gabriel Iglesias is really good. Gabriel Iglesias has like a 15 minute thing in his set where he's like yeah. selling t-shirts, and he like made it really funny. But I just didn't want to. You just need like a 30 second one. Yeah, yeah. You don't yeah. need to go buck wild with you it. You have to make a joke about. You just have it, to like, have one joke about how you're selling your CD. Yeah. Like, hey, folks, I'm selling the CD. If you want to hear these jokes with laughter, oh, boom, and they could be hacky. Yeah, yeah. And this is one joke you can steal. <laughs> okay, no one's gonna be, one. no one's gonna be on your ass so, about that shit. It's so Cause it's already bottom of the rung. Yeah. Used carsman. Yeah, it used is. Used car salesman fucking, uh, business. And also, there's no rhyme or reason and you can't plan, you can't make any plans like, oh, when I'm gone this weekend, I'm gonna make so and so money doing the shows and I'm gonna make so and so money doing merchandise. You never, like I always tell this story, the first time, the first album I had, I had a, uh, when did you, when did you tape this one? Uh, this was, uh, 2009. Okay. So I did my first album and I had a CD release party at the San Jose Improv 
and they helped me like paper the room and like um, I actually did it there. So they had a lot of people. They had over 400 people there, and I had me and like five friends, and I just did like 20 at the end. And I remember I just brought like a box of CDs. Like, dude, I want to fucking kill it, dude. This is my CD party. This <laughs> right. is the days out. Right. I sold zero. Yeah. Like, like the show was really long, and they were just like wanted to get the fuck. And I had a good set. Yeah. And they just wanted to leave. And I sold fucking zero, and I've never been so sad that I didn't have to open the box. Like, the box was still yeah. closed. And then the next day, I was featuring at the Punchline, and then I sold, like, 65 over the weekend, and I was just featuring. Wow, that's but a zero lot. Zero on my CD release party. Yeah, I've never, was, sold, I've never sold more than 10 in a weekend. In a weekend? No uh, way. I was just like... I'm, Sometimes I do a show, and I go, eh. I'm not going out after that one. I think it was one where like the style, everyone, everyone on, the, on that show was kind of like, kind of quiet and I was like the loud one in the middle. So it kind of stuck out. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, if it was, you know, if I was open for some like Burr or somebody, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't have sold 65 CDs the whole weekend. Maybe not. Yeah. But it was like, you know, it was someone who was a little mellow. So yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's the, it's the, and, oh, and also, so, so this go around, the record company forgot to send me the actual CDs. So I'll, I have these fucking little download cards. Uh, basically, man. I got a sticker and I put it on on the little photo cards I made. Yeah, and that's even harder to sell because it's like, please trust me that these little numbers combination right here, this K two dash five, like like I'm not lying to you. Trust me. Right. Well, if you think about it though, and I mean you are right, but if you think about it, it could be just as much of a scam. Just because of a CD there yeah, doesn't yeah. mean. Oh, I've heard stories. Of I mean, you can actually, to be honest with you, you can actually look at the bottom of a CD and tell if there's something on it. Yeah. But most people don't know that. Um, I've heard stories of some uh, really terrible road dudes who who like who um sell the album. They just go and make like 50 copies of it, and they just write their name in a sharpie on it. Yeah. And there's like nothing on it. I've heard that before. That's rough, dude. That's brutal. That's cold blooded. <laughs> you plan on never coming back through I, town? Yeah, I'm pretty sure those are the guys that don't spend a lot of time at a coffee shop working on their act. Well, no, they don't even work or, or their life. They don't even print out their old act. That's terrible, right? Yeah, I, and it's funny too because selling a download card is actually much more practical. Yeah. When you think about it, like selling it a CD, it's like you might as well be selling an eight track yeah. or a record. I mean, yeah, there's still places you can put your CD in your computer, but not as much as there used to be. Yeah, no. So what I was doing was, is, is so I'm actually, um, I'm actually getting them sent out to me. I think I get them like next week. So I'm just going to put like my download card inside it so they get both. Yeah. That way, like I won't, and I, and someone was telling me I should charge them like 15 because there's two of them instead. I'm like, just ten bucks. Yeah, ten bucks, man. Fuck it. That's... I know a comic who sells them for twenty, dude. Nah. The CD for twenty. And the way he was telling it to me, he sold me on why he was selling it so much. Hold on, he's selling a CD for twenty. Twenty dollars. There's nothing wrong with that, is there? You think that's too much? I think that's ridiculous. But huh? I mean, people buy it. That's all I've heard is really? like sell it for twenty. Are you? That's all I've heard. I swear to God. Do you sell your for twenty? Yeah, that's Do just really? because all my friends are like, you got to sell it for twenty. No, I promise shit. you, I'll sell it for whatever. I honestly, I thought uh, ten was the standard. I will cut this out because I can't really say this. I'll say to people, they'll be like, "Oh, 20. and I'll go, "Whatever you got." Yeah. Because Kevin Shea does. I'm accepting donations, which people will usually give you about fifteen dollars if you say you're accepting donations. Unfortunately, if you say you're accepting donations, if someone comes up with two dollars, oh, then you really... gotta fucking give it to them for two dollars. But it, it'll even out. That's a really good way. It's of smart because it. then they don't feel like they're getting uh, ripped off at all because they name the price. Pay what you want. Yeah. Then. Oh shit, that's fucking. Ultimately, dude. that money that you get from a CD is just spending money. 
Yeah, yeah. If you get $35 or if you give it $100, it doesn't make a difference. You're going to buy cheaper food with yeah. it. That's all it is. That's, so yeah. it doesn't really matter how much you get. It's it's pretty much promotion. All your info's on there. Yeah. And they'll remember you more than someone else. Oh, wow. That's really interesting, dude. Because I'm doing that download festival. I mean, not download. I'm doing the um, Oddball that, Festival. That'd be a fun festival. What, the download festival? Yeah, everybody's get together and download shit together. I did that before. Did you? Yeah, they have a download festival. I did it. It was horrible. So everybody just hangs out and downloads their favorite shit? I don't know why. So do you go, oh, I should download that ACDC song? No, you know what? I should wait <laughs> until I get to the download festival. Yeah, I'm not going to have fun here. I'm just going <laughs> to – it's just a bunch of nerds with 10,000 laptops sitting up in grass yeah. downloading shit. Right. And everyone's like, shh. Trying to concentrate. So, so this new CD, where did you tape it? I recorded it at the San Francisco Punchline. Oh, cool. Which is like my home club. What night you do it? I did it um, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. That's so, awesome. So I recorded – so that you know, so the idea is that you um, is that you record all three, and then you pretty much everyone thinks that you edit it. But I don't really like that Frankenstein shit. I'll just, yeah. I'll just usually, so I just pick the best set. Which uh, for me, I had no choice because the first set was like oh, it was like good, but I didn't feel like I like hit a home run. And, yeah, and I'm not gonna put out something if I don't fucking right. Do it. And the second one was like the second one was crazy. I had so many like friends come, like for some reason they all wanted to come on that Wednesday, and they all came. And they just like wanted to hang out. Like they didn't want to be at a, a show. good audience, yeah, right? Like they were just like chilling, just like staring at me, like, "Oh, this is our friend from high school." And it was just like it wasn't that. I mean, I just friends aren't the best people to come see the show because um, they always tell you stuff like, uh, "Well, we'll laugh." Yeah. But if the audience isn't laughing, your friends get way more nervous than you do. Oh, way. And then more, they yeah. can't laugh. Um, and then you're just sitting there looking at. Your stupid fucking friends yeah, while dude. you're up there. It's like, just go home. And let like, me, let me handle this rumble myself. Terrible. If you guys aren't going to jump in, let me do it. <laughs> um, my little brother said a story once where I was doing a show in my hometown and I just, it was just a rough night. What happened was, is they like really shit on, on the opener. I got, really, I got really pissed <laughs> Hold off. On. Who shit on the opener? The audience? Yeah, the audience. Yeah. They were heckling them and shit. They was fucking brutal, dude. <laughs> it was brutal. This is where the punchline? No, no, uh, no, no. So, so, uh, this is like a separate story. It was, um, I'm from, Modesto, California. Okay. So I did a show in my hometown. It was like four years ago, five years ago. And, uh, I, and they just shit on the opener so bad. And I went up there and the first thing I did was just go off on this dude who did it. He was wearing white jeans. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, you're going to fucking open your mouth with right. white jeans, motherfucker. Right. But it was like, no one was like, I, I, I didn't get them to like me first. I just yeah. went up there like a dick. And then I had 15 minutes of just fucking silence. And my other brother would told me, he goes, dude, I walked into the bathroom and I sat in the stall. With my pants on. I didn't have to shit. I just sat with right. my pants on and sat in there and closed the door because I, yeah. I didn't want to see you and I didn't want to be in that room. I felt so horrible. Right. Cause like, you know, cause you can't leave. And it's you like, gotta get paid. And it's like, don't, you saying this is, who, who went and sat in the bathroom? Your friend, your brother? What'd you say? My little brother, yeah. Dude, there's no reason to go see us. If you know <laughs> us, there's no reason to go see us. Call us up if you want to hear the latest and the greatest yeah. jokes. We'll tell you personalized yeah. jokes. Like comedy's for the masses. It's like sex. It's for people you don't know. Pretty it's much. It's like yeah. don't. Well, it's he's ridiculous. seen me several times, and you know he's really you know he's into it. And now he comes whenever I'm around because you know now. But now, then you got to go round two with like wow that audience. You got to like relive it with somebody. Yeah. Oh. Dude, afterwards, I it with it's like everybody. listen. It's like listen. I know what happens. Yeah. Trust me, this happens to me every once in a while. Let's just go get some fucking hamburgers that's and what, don't worry about it. It's over. That's what's great is we were having like a, this after party at my friend's house to watch like the um, ultimate fighting. 
So we ordered it and they taped it for me because they knew I wanted to watch it. Yeah. So then we have to go to this party afterwards with like 20 people and my girlfriend at the time. Yeah. And I was just sitting there and I was, I may or may not have been under the influence of some Sure. Whatever. But I was sure. like just sitting there. It was cool. After that said is, of course, I'm not dating the girl now, but my girlfriend at the time, like she, I walked in. It was bad, dude. Like it right. was bad, bad. She walked in. And the first thing that she said was, she's like, dude, fuck these people. They're all dicks. And she gave yeah, me a hug. Right. And then as we're walking out, the main guy with the white jeans that was just being a dick asked me what time it was or something. It's like he didn't even recognize me because he was wasted. Right. And my girlfriend goes, why don't you go fuck yourself? And she's Australian, so it was all hot. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that made it better. But, dude, yeah, then I had to hang with my friends after. And no one talked about the show. Like, good, we did not. good. That's good that they didn't talk about <laughs> the show. That means they're evolved people. When's the last and then, time that you've really ate your, ate your dick on stage? Uh, like, it's gotta be recently. Um, I had, I didn't eat my dick, but there was Sunday I did in, um, it was in July. I did a show at the Cincinnati Funny Bone. Okay. Which is, um, actually in Newport, Kentucky. And, uh, that's obviously the worst show so Ever? far of the, of the tour, just because they just stared at me like, I, <laughs> like they didn't know what I was saying. And like was, what? Huh? Were you headlining? What's up, Louie? No, I wasn't, thank God. Oh, so you were just, oh, so you're featuring. Which I should be killing if I'm featuring. Yeah, yeah. So oh. I just fucking did, but I did, but they didn't, it's like they didn't understand my, the words. <laughs> or like English? Now, did that, did that thing happen where you also. But I didn't fucking panic or anything. But. I'm so over this job, like, <laughs> I put in my, my two weeks a long time ago, like, I never panic anymore. <laughs> But I just you know do what? my time and fucking you, grab like, my dick and say goodnight. You know what's always fun about that, though, is when you're doing that and you're eating it and that thing in your head is like, dude, this isn't going well. And then you like just try to be like a human with them and kind of like make fun of the fact that, you, you know, I'm not getting one over on you guys. I realize this isn't going right. the way it should. And then they don't like that either. And then yeah. you're like, then you're right. fucked. There's nothing to do. That That's the worst is when you're like, you know, come on. All right. I realize this isn't, you know. And yeah. Just, and they stare at you even harder. Like, oh, now he's trying to make fun of this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I always like being like, dude, I'm not the only one who's going to go home sad. Fuck you guys. I'm taking you all emotionally hostage with me. It's called punishment comedy. (laughs) Oh, is it? Yeah, my friends. uh, It has a name? I went on a, I did the Seattle Comedy Festival in 2000. The uh, competition or the festival? The competition. And I didn't, I was just an open micer at the time, but I met a guy named Pete Johansson and a girl named Megan Mooney. Pete Johansson is the guy from Canada, right? Yeah, really? yeah, great. Who lives in England? Super funny. He lives in England now, and I had no concept of that the comedians hate the audience half the time, yeah. and that and that sets go bad. Because I was an open micer. I used to kill as an open micer because yeah. I would just shout and fucking move around <laughs> a lot and be young and handsome, and everybody was all over me. So doing these spots, um, they taught me like they taught me the term punishment comedy. Like if they didn't like somebody, they would just like. Fucking hammer the, they would hammer the yeah. audience and they do jokes that they knew weren't funny and stuff like that. And I was like, I had no concept of this before that. Uh, another thing that fucking Pete Johansson did that he told me about, you know, Angel Salazar's catchphrase is, uh, check it out. No, I did not know that. Well, he's I, I've been saying that for years. So I can't say it anymore. Okay. 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 <laughs> do you or do you not know? Check, no, I don't know. Okay, there's a guy named Angel Salazar, and his whole fucking catchphrase is, check it out. Louie, you know this, right? I've never seen him live. All right. Check it out. I need to go to a lifeline for this story. Holy. But um, anyways, so Pete's featuring for him, and he hates him. So he does a whole series of jokes where his catchphrase is, check it in. 
Oh. Like, <laughs> he's like, he's like, man, if your library book is late, don't be scared. Check it in. Wow. And like, just fucking sandbags Angel, which I don't think you can really do. That's kind of, yeah. I mean, it's funny, but it's also kind of. No, it's evil. Yeah, it's pretty kind of fucked. Yeah, no, I mean, it's fucking evil, but this is all, what I'm telling you is, I had no concept that, like, these roadshows were this crazy, and there's this many psychological games going on, and these many, this many strategies. I just thought you just went up there and people laughed, and that was fucking it. No, dude, you can have meltdowns anytime you want. Yeah. It's awesome. I, yeah. So. So, did you not turn on the crowd, or on Sunday, or, or did you? Dude, like, you, you I, didn't panic, I, I you didn't don't, give a shit. Nothing. I don't turn on the crowd anymore. I don't take it personally anymore. I didn't think that they were necessarily having a bad time. I just knew I wasn't having a good time. And I think, like, was, I looked down at my watch and I saw I had five minutes left. Yeah. And I go, well, guys, <laughs> we tried. <laughs> and then I just did five of my strongest and fucking got off. Now, did you, uh, and then watched them love the shit out of the next guy just cause, like, <laughs> loved them. what else could they loved do? Them. Uh, now, did you try and, uh, Sell your album afterwards? No, <laughs> fuck no. Isn't that the funniest? It's when the club asks you, hey, you, you, they want me to set up the table. I'm like, for what? The thing is, um, people will buy your album when you bomb. More than if you Not kill. Not for me, because I won't be out there on parade. The, but you see what I'm saying? Like, if you do, oh, get your that's, little that's brutal. tinkle nuts out there and sit down at the... um. <laughs> <laughs> the table, they'll buy, they'll buy it more than if you kill it. Cause if you kill, they're like, hey, you don't need my help. You can get pity sales. So if you, if you sit down at, at like the table with your head in your arms and like a little cup for the, for the money and a stack of seats. Put some fucking sunglasses on and get a cane. Have <laughs> <laughs> like a guitar case open up, just throw a dollar in there. Yeah, exactly. That's great, dude. I didn't know. Yeah, no, I've seen comics that eat it and they're like, go out to like sell albums. I'm like, what are you? Why would you do that to yourself? Why would you want to see these people up eye to eye on the way out? Just hide. My least favorite is when I when I know I did well and then I go out and then nobody buys anything. It feels like I bombed. Oh, <laughs> Even though I did well. Yeah. yeah, that's the absolute saddest thing. Um, There's no... Unless you have a mixer. I have that, that four thing mixer. Oh, well, let's fucking hook it up. Let's take a break. We're going to commercial break. Sure. Oh yeah, we got. I didn't know he had this extra mic. We're good. So we're back. Okay. And I don't want to bring it down. Oh, Louis Katz is here now. Hey, how's Louis, it going? Louis Katz just walked in the door. Just walked opened in. the door to his bedroom. Now we got a fucking breeze. Yeah. It's a whole and breeze. Now everything's here. peachy keen. Don't forget to buy Chris Tinkle's CD. Please. What's do it that called shit. Again? Maybe I don't feel like smiling. Right. Or as uh, Doug Benson called it. Maybe my mom doesn't like me, or like he forgot what it was called. <laughs> so he's like trying to remember it, and I think that's what he called it. Maybe my mom doesn't like <laughs> yeah, me. That's not bad. <laughs> I know. That, that's the sequel. That'll be the third one. So you guys are from San Francisco. Do you guys, or you started in San Francisco? Do you yes. guys have any uh, Robin Williams stories for us? <sighs> that's a bummer, dude. Not God if they're it. good stories. No, no. I mean, I mean, they, like the whole thing is a bummer. I mean, I wasn't like it didn't. I don't know. I guess as a comic, it didn't really. I wasn't shocked that he took his own life. I guess really. No, I wasn't like I wasn't like uh, sideswiped or anything by it. I was kind of like, ah, well, I. I mean, I didn't. It's maybe the second hardest I've taken a celebrity death. Yeah, the hardest we've talked. MCA was the one I took yeah, the hardest. MCA was that, that was, was the one I took the too. hardest. But uh, 
this one I still it was weird to feel a personal thing. Usually I'm like, oh that sucks, but I was like kind of like kind of gut punched yeah. me a little bit. But I still thought as much as like he had addiction problems and stuff like that. For some reason, just because as you can see by all the stories that people are sharing on Facebook of what a nice guy is, he seemed like he, despite those addiction things, he like kind of had his shit together as a person. That's the impression yeah, I got. Right. Well, so I was I was surprised. I mean, by him taking his own life, he also leaves behind his family, which is the one thing that you're like, wow, I, I wouldn't know, I wouldn't think that he would do that. You know? Yeah, that's like that's like that's the thing about suicide is like you leave so many people, you know, left with like their hands up in there trying to figure out what the fuck happened. So that so in that aspect, I think it's pretty shocking. But you know, since we're from the Bay Area, we we're always pretty fortunate with him just hanging out at shows and so, stuff. So like, he would just come a lot and hang out. So uh, whereabouts, like the punchline, open mics? He would stop by mic, open yeah. mic. The mock, the mock cafe used to hang out yeah. a lot before that. I think before our time it was the Holy City Zoo. I mean, I I only got one show where he was there, but it was man, it was like a room. It's the mock, so it's about it's like as big as this. This hallway, man. I mean, right. it's like it's right. like nothing. You're sitting and like a big ass pillar right in the center of the room. Yeah, it's horribly designed, and you're sitting in there with like twelve people, you know. And, right. And Robin Williams is performing. It's, it was pretty cool. I, I haven't, you know, a lot of people have these like kind of personal stories where they actually hung out with them. I never, I never had anything like that. Did you, Chris? Um, no, but we had like a moment, like like at the mock, he he went up and asked me if he could do a set, and I just started laughing. Yeah. It's like, dude, just do. <laughs> you don't have to just do it. Just like grab the mic out of my hand and tell me to go fuck myself. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> And I'll hold your Oscar. Like what, are you, like, what are you doing? No, but, yes. Yeah, so we had, like, a nice moment. And, like, I was on stage, and I was watching him, and he was laughing. And I remember, like, right when I walked off stage, he was just like, oh, man, that was really good. And I, I immediately walked outside, and I, like, called my mom. And I was like, oh, shit. I was like, I just told her. And she's like, oh, my God. Yeah, so that was, like, a good. But we didn't have any, like, one-on-one kind of times. But we had a nice little 10-second That's moment cool, where man. I was like, I don't know. I was like you. I wasn't, like, incredibly surprised just because I've hung out with so many comics who was, like, just down, right? Just mentally yeah. ill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> down. Yeah. yeah. But I'm surprised at myself for how how much it's affected me. Yeah. I, like, yeah. I don't... I never thought of myself... Obviously, the guy's amazing, but I've never been like, that's my guy. Yeah. But but I, I am bummed out. Yeah. I'm totally bummed out. Fisher King was my favorite movie for a good amount of years. It was like it was like Teen Wolf when I was in elementary Teen school. Teen Wolf's fun. And then Fisher King, whenever yeah. that came out for like a while. Yeah. And then Apocalypse Now eventually trumped it. But right, Fisher King right. was my shit for a while. Just Terry Gilliam movies. But I mean, that's that's Robin Williams kind of like blowing yeah. it up right. in, that, in that movie. And yeah, I, don't, I haven't seen it in so long, but it was totally my favorite movie for so long. And I don't know. I think there's also something very, um, you know, what's funny is like he doesn't really, I, I think this is one of a rare quality in stand-up is vulnerability. Yeah. It's kind of, it's super like, you only get that really with master class comedians, I feel right, like. right. Or on some magical moments with people. Yeah. Pryor does it. That's why people say he's the best. Yeah. Uh, Marin could do it. Sure. And with Robin Williams, I don't think he really had it with his stand-up, but on in like acting, man, it's yeah. like crazy. Yeah, man. he yeah, just opened like, himself up. Yeah, yeah, just like super. He's just like just so much feeling that sparkle in his eye, and that just yeah. like um like, you know, I mean, I don't know. If there's anyone who's like made people laugh so hard, and then had so many tear jerkers also, yeah, like yeah, on the yeah. other side. You know, what I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty fucking. It was impressive. fucking ping pong. Yeah, he would put out yeah. like one, one real funny one. Uh huh. Then one sad one. Yeah, and, and then he and started then being patch like the bad guy for a while. What? And, and, and then for a while, he'll patch out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he was so saccharine. I, I remember watching that, being like, "Oh man, tone it down a little bit, buddy. Jesus, stop, stop." He was, he was like, you could see him looking at the camera, trying to make his little, his little eye kind of like twinkle. 
a little bit. Like, hey, everybody, I'm hey, a good guy. Um, we're not shitting on Robin for another two weeks. So, oh. Uh... oh, no, no. <laughs> Look on it. I think that's like his lowest rated movie, I think. I no, mean, it is. Great, no. dude. And I'm not saying that's why he did it. I'm just saying. <laughs> You're like, I love Robin Williams. Let's talk about his worst movie. <laughs> well, well, I said that so I can say fuck off. I, okay, here comes the compliment in three, two, no. And then you start playing the night the bad guys for a little bit. And uh, in, uh, Insomnia. Right. So amazing, dude. Is that good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Chris Nolan, Al Pacino. He's oh, the wow. bad guy in it. You haven't seen it? No. Oh, shit. It's based on this um, film from uh, Norway. Cool. And, uh, and they did like a redo, and he's the bad guy, and it's fucking great. What's it called again? Um, Insomnia. And then he was also in another movie called like 24 uh, Hour Photo. Or One something? hour photo, yeah. And so, yeah, 24 Hour Photo. I guess that's like from the 70s. Or <laughs> uh, yeah. 24 Hour Photo. It's like, can you guys do it any sooner than that? Nah, it's kind of what nah, we. Nah, man, it's, 70, it's 1975. It's like a good deal, actually. Um, so he was the bad guy in like two movies. Yeah. Like in one summer, I think. Yeah, and then I think his best movie. I mean. Uh, World's Greatest Dad from Bobcat Goldweight fucking floored me. Have you seen that movie? I thought he was it was so great. Dude. He is great in that, and I thought it was a good movie. You know what? Uh, what I didn't like about that was the. Uh, I thought the, the. So the premise is. Can I say the premise? Or you think that how much does it give us away? I don't want to spoil the movie. It, it kind of gives it, it away. Like five years ago. All right. So, I mean, the premise is kind of. It's like he has this kid. His kid's an asshole, right? right? And then the kid. Could tell us part? I don't want to ruin it. I no, think tell. I think this is actually in the description of the fucking right. movie. The kid kills himself. He right. kind of rewrites his suicide note to make him be kind of a hero. Yeah. And kind of gets caught up in that lie. I mean, that happens in the first act. Yeah. But you know what? I, what I didn't like. I thought the kid was like uh, too much of an asshole. He was like over the top. So, yeah. Like it was. Yeah, it was too over the top. I mean, this kid was like such a fucking prick. You know what I mean? And he was like really one dimensional. Whereas Robin Williams really playing all these. There's so much. There was so much depth to Robin Williams' character because yeah, right. he was like he had to love. He was trying to love his kid, but it was so hard because his kid was such a dick. Yeah. And he's like trying to do the right thing, but it ends up being super the wrong thing. And that that had so much depth to it that the kid being such a fucking prick yeah. took away from it a little bit for me. Dude, it's such a funny commentary on, on like how people treat people after they pass away. I mean, how like they just treat everyone like they're just, like you know like they're great people, and yeah. no matter who they are. It was so funny. He was so good in that. God damn it. Yeah, he was good in that. It was great. My, my favorite part is when he's. Did in I the... make up for my Patch Adams? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that was, that was pretty Thank good. You. That was pretty good until I cut that last part out. Just <laughs> <laughs> shitting on Robin Williams the day after he died. <laughs> <laughs> like he was the highlight of my career. Too bad his career sucked. <laughs> um, I love that the bass player from Nirvana is in a scene in that that movie, World's Greatest Dad. You oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I think he kind of wrote that. I think Bobcat wrote that. Bobcat wrote that, and Bobcat, I think, used to tour with Nirvana. Yes. Oh, yeah. And he definitely used to do their promo um, commercials. Yeah. Like, they, Nirvana had a... Nirvana had promo commercials? They had a commercial for In Utero <laughs> on TV that they just planned on running on MTV, and MTV used to air it. Really? And, like, Bobcat Goldthwait is the teacher, and Nirvana are the students. That's awesome. And there's like a whole sketch. It's got to be on YouTube. Oh, I got to look that up. Yeah. I remember the BC Boys again did a whole like infomercial for one of their albums. Did like, they really? They, they took a channel and just took it over for 24 hours. Oh, and dude, just I got to see that. Infomercial. I know Howard Stern did that for his second book. Really? And it was like mad over the top like, do you want to get rid of insomnia? Because he, he covers all these issues that he has. And he's like, just read my book, uh, Miss America or whatever it was. It was like mad corny on purpose. That's funny. It's pretty great. That's funny. Um... You guys, do girls ever send you guys uh, pictures of their tits? Yes. Uh, no. <laughs> Never. Not even my girlfriend. R- really? Yes. That's too bad. But 
for for me and Louie. <laughs> I just you got you got to read this, dude. Show me that. Show I'll me the photo be, already. I can see you looking at your at your at your phone. Flip I'll that shit be, around. I'll show you the photo in a second. But I'll be me and you be. Um, you change the name you to protect the chick. innocent. All right. All right. <laughs> Chicks on the left. All right. All right. Chicks All right. on so the left. Right. Louis now taking his shirt off. <laughs> I just got some naked titty pictures, but you can't see them, and that's for a reason. All right. I say, uh, let's see. Well, thank you. And forgive like how corny I'm going to get, because you have to be sweet if you're going to get these naked titties sent to sure. you. That's the, that's the secret. So, All right. So I just got some titties, right? So I'm yeah, all happy. All right. All right. So I go, well, thank you. You know you sent those to someone else, too. And then I just changed the subject. You're sexy as all hell. No, I sure didn't. I just took them. Check a uh, 502 number. Group text. <laughs> Holy fucking <laughs> shit. <laughs> I fucking sent it to my goddamn cousin. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. I must have accidentally hit it, too, when checking your name. It's right next to yours. <laughs> He just texted me and said, what the fuck? Oh, my God. <laughs> ben Lamau. Laugh you my said, ass off. I know. Okay, I, all right. Okay, I think people yeah, get it. Yeah, Lamau. Okay, <laughs> he said that to the wrong person. Sad sad tear face. <laughs> I'm so freaking embarrassed. I'm sure it'll blow over. <laughs> I said, sorry, it was went, meant for my boyfriend. Ha ha. I didn't know what else to say. That's embarrassing, though, man. Good move. You're safe. I guess. <laughs> You're right, though. It'll blow over. It's never going to blow. Oh man! No, we're, no, we're on a podcast right oh, now talking man. about it. It's her cousin. That's fucking <laughs> you crazy. Your makes fun of you for shit you did fifteen years oh, ago. Oh my god! Because it's cousin, someone. That's that's a uh, that's why you don't want to fuck around with family because you're gonna see them forever, forever. That's so great. That's it was just tits though, right? Yeah. All right. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> you know nothing. It was like a Playboy style photo. Let's put it that way. But she was 100 percent naked. You know what I mean? Like, it was below the equator line, too. No way. No poses or anything. No spread lips. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, strictly playboy. All right, all right. Strictly innocent. All right? I'm not a monster when I demand these photos. (laughs) That's fucking crazy. That was hilarious. I was like... Is it your girlfriend? No. You know what's funny? It's also like... It's also like... It's not even... She didn't even send it to her boyfriend. Like, she's already lying and it's not even true. Yeah, she does have a boyfriend. Oh, but it wasn't you. Oh, wow. Dude, I've I've had digital mishaps this year. I, I accidentally, um, my ex and I broke up. We weren't even talking, and I was a, uh, I was, I, hadn't, I, I was looking up some. I know this porn, this porn porn I've seen that looks just like her. Totally reminds right, me of her. Right. And I do this kind of like. But uh, you're over it though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm kidding. Yeah, I mean, yeah, totally. Yeah, I'm just. I mean, it just looks just like her. I'm talking to the computer. I'm over it. Is <laughs> that one side? Of, well, one side of the screen's got that video playing. On the other side, he has her Facebook photo album yeah. out. <laughs> Halloween 2011. I have breakfast That's with a good the porn video the next morning. <laughs> so I do. I do bookmarks sometimes. Instead of having a bookmark, I will just in my Gmail send the link to myself. Right. And I went to do that. And I accidentally sent it to her. <laughs> oh. <laughs> then oh, there's no. Way. <laughs> then, then I heard there was an uh, you know there's supposed to be an undo message app, uh, oh, thing so really? on Gmail. Yes, there is. So I spend like five minutes with my dick out trying to find yeah, yeah, yeah. the goddamn undo dick. thing. Yeah. And I finally find you have to do it within like the next like ten seconds. It's like it totally oh didn't work. So then I did it, and then I just wrote back like I'm just so embarrassed. Like I was so right, embarrassing. Right. I mean, like the only thing that's good is that I had shown her this clip before, so it's not like she had to watch it and then slowly realize right, right. the girl was oh, just okay. like her. 
it was she could recognize that it, she knows like oh this is it that was a yeah, mistake you yeah, know yeah, but yeah. man that was pretty retarded I mean I can't believe I did that <laughs> and, and that reminds me too of um, on on porn sites when the videos finished they have like just like it's a YouTube video they have like a share option. <laughs> like you like a video so much you want to share it with somebody and it goes to your Facebook page or something? No, There's no, no way to way. Facebook page. You can't go to Facebook. I've got sometimes... Is, it is funny when people send you porn. Sometimes like, this I'll one's share. good. Yeah, you dude. gotta check this one out. There's been a few that I wish I shared more like uh, lately. The craziest thing I've seen in like... Gotta be the last like while was... They brought some Japanese porn star to some homeless guy on Skid Row. Okay. And Ooh. she just she just gets up in his box... Right. And then fucks him. And it's crazy, dude. He seems like a real homeless dude. Right. And it's real crazy. <laughs> That's wow. crazy to see. She just, yeah. Like he's just like, on the sidewalk? He's like super dirty, just way down on his luck, man. And that's what's funny about porn. That's why you sent yourself a bookmark. Because it's hard to find it again. Yes. You have to type yeah. in the right keywords. Yes. And there's like, what, thousands of new porn videos every day? Yeah. Well, I go, I'm, I'm using one site, so usually I can find the things, but right. there are there are some that I that have that are just lost to the ages that I regret. There's yeah. uh, a how, few. How about how about this? Do you ever used to try to find? Do you ever you try to find videos from your golden age of VHS? Um, uh, I haven't collections? done that. No, I haven't done I that. I found one that I really like. I mean, back in the day, there was like. Three videos that circulated between me and my friends, so I like I know what they are and I've watched them I, like back and forth, man. I know yeah, them very well. You feel like a relationship. With these <laughs> what are your classics? Which ones? This is one. It's a really weird movie. It's called uh, Party Dollar Go Go, and it's a it's made in the early '90s or like 1990, uh-huh. and it's a take on like like '60s art films. Um, oh, cool! But but at the time, it was like the hottest porn chicks I've ever seen in my life. Wow. Because porn chicks only got hotter. And the 80s, oh, yeah. they were just like chicks who were like down down to do it. Yeah. <laughs> now the number of girls who are down to be in porn is fucking unreal. It's crazy. The amount of hot girls who like only did it once to pay like some kind of light bill or, right. or like electricity bill is amazing. Just it's like one that one hot chick every now and then. If you go to those sites like uh, Girls Do Porn and those sites, it's just like... Young chicks that just need the money and they like, oh yeah, I just and you never see them ever again. Wow, that's crazy. Are those? those I just uh, gave them a great ad. Those uh, <laughs> maybe they'll give you a free password. Those interview ones are fake though, right? Gotta be, gotta be. I mean, they're the best. Yeah, but you but can't gotta... fake. Some of those girls look so uncomfortable. <laughs> like, like no one's that good of an actor. Like, like I saw one where with a girl pretty much at the end when the when the guy finished on her on her eye, uh, she was just like. She just like she's like, hey, hey, how was that? She's like, oh, it was fucking great, right? And then she right, wiped right, it right, off right. her face, <laughs> and you're like, oh man, she can't. And then, and then they have her like blow a kiss to the camera. Yeah, it was the most angry blow the kiss right. thing I've ever seen in my life. Here's what I think: I think the scenario is somewhat real, but I think they've signed a lot of paperwork first that yes. says like we can use it if we want to. So they're not honest about that. Well, no, because well now there's that one where it's like they kind of know it, but there used to be one. Now it's like a backroom interview, casting couch, casting yeah, couch. Yeah, yeah. and it's like a, it's like genre now. <laughs> but back in the day, there was this. Do you remember there was? It was like Net Calendar Girls. Yeah. Oh, Net that Video shit. Girls. Yes, Net something like that. Video Calendar. No, because this, this whole thing was like you're just coming to pose for a, a calendar, right? And then uh, and then he would drop it on them that it was porn. And some of those I swear seem real. I mean, I guess they ended up being in porn. But some of the because some of them would get angry and they walk out. Yeah, they walk out. Yeah, so they wouldn't I mean, do I don't it. Know if he just, just did that for fun, huh? Yeah, I don't know if he just did it for verisimilitude. Is that the right word? 
Uh, I'm going to say it is. For versimilitude? <laughs> yes. It's got to be right, Louie. No one's <laughs> checking on that one. But uh, that one, I swear, was like, it seemed real. I don't know. I think so. Like, well, if they didn't show them naked later on and the girl just got <laughs> mad and left, I assume it was, I assume it was real. Naked. <laughs> naked. Oh, man. That's crazy that... That, that that text you got though. That's nice. hilarious, right? That's fucking it's so crazy. Could you get her to send you any more after that? That you know it sucks. That kind of dried up your picture. Uh, she allowance. sent me two, and we're just gonna like call you know call it a fuck. I'm not I'm not putting her through this anymore. <laughs> like, I feel like it's a bad. Did you did you ask? I don't usually ask. I, I kind of like wait. They just kind of send she, them. Well, usually. she was someone that used to send them just for the hell of it all the time. And then she she was like, "Oh yeah," she just. But now every time she texts me, I like I go into dirty old man face. Yes, and I just go, "Hey, why don't you send me a couple of those pictures?" Nice. Even though I got like eighty five of them. Fuck it. <laughs> um, and and those so she sent them, and I'm like, why? And I'm thinking about myself more than thinking about her. I'm like, why is someone else getting my phone number? And what is this? And is this another girl? Is this another dude? Like, what's going on? Well, when I when I read it, I thought all you were calling her out on was. You know, you get the stock right. naked. Like, you're at work. You're sexing me. Obviously, you didn't take this. This is your stock naked photo that you send to all the dudes. And, and that's what that, I thought you meant. And that's what she thought I meant. Ah, uh, yes, yes. And, but, but at this point, though, at this point, I'm trying to tell her, hey, someone else got this fucking photo. At this point, I, I might be a dirty old man, but I'm also a nice old man. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, heads think, up. I don't think those are mutually exclusive, man. I plan on being both, for yeah, sure. Yeah, you can be I both mean, at the same time. Yeah. I just prove it. Yeah, it, just it can exist. That. It can exist. Like, how do you ask them? Because I've never, I've never asked in my life. I think you a couple of times ask, the girls... I just you tell? <laughs> Send me some naked pictures. Really? Yes. And then what if they say no? Then it's fine. Then they say no. They're in Kentucky. Yeah. Well, then. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. What am I talking about? It's like if you say no, then okay. Then I won't go look at this you know, ten gigs of porn I have. You're not Dude, trying to. Make, I'm, I'm going to be okay. You, you're never really trying to see her again, anyways. You're just bored on a fucking Greyhound bus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That definitely makes Greyhound way cooler. I mean, it's cool now with like the outlets and the Wi-Fi. <laughs> but some titties coming in every couple minutes is yeah, nice. Yeah, it makes you feel like a big shot. It's the best. Even though you're on a Greyhound bus. Oh, it's the best. I taped a TV set on uh, Thursday night and then immediately got on a Greyhound bus. Damn. What's up? High five. The uh, they're just that Gotham thing. But still, there's that feeling of a victory. And then there's that feeling of a failure. Well, the best thing about uh, taking a Greyhound out of New York is that you get to pass all the super successful comedians' billboards for when they're playing in Atlantic City. So you're on the Greyhound, and then, oh, there's Seinfeld, fucking large in life, that making us all this money. I was taking out, because I had a couple of gigs in Ohio, so I was like, Greyhounds aren't that bad, but still, Greyhounds are I've, that bad. I've had a horrible... I thought that when I went to Ohio, and it was fucking terrible. bad, because just, just getting on the bus is an ordeal, because if you stand under the sign that says Cleveland, Ohio, you're going to go to Detroit. Like, they don't set it up right. Oh, yes, yes. And the announcements, you're like, what, 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 what? You can't fucking hear what they say. And if you ask somebody, they treat you like you're a total fucking piece of shit. And they won't even necessarily even tell you. Yeah, because, like, for us, we can take a plane, but it's just, like, way more, you know, we're, like, you won't, you won't, like, make any money if you, if you take a plane. But, but for most people, they take Greyhound because they have no other way to get anywhere. Like, oh, well, that's it for them. Yeah. It's the preferred uh, mode of transportation for America's homeless people. Yes. But 
You know what I heard was that the so I'm always like why so it's Greyhound versus what are the other buses a uh, mega bus or uh, what's the other one Bolt bus Bolt, Bolt bus Peter Pan Peter no, Pan No that's the same as Greyhound actually okay, that's okay. just another name right. They also own but the, Bolt the, bus And I was like you know what they're pretty much the same I don't know what the difference is you know what the difference is you need a credit card to oh, book a fucking mega bus Me- Oh yeah which keeps out the riffraff Mega bus paying was, in spare change Mega bus was way better Yeah it is way better it. That's the. I mean, I, I think it's still nominally better, but yeah. I, I mean, train is always good. But if you don't book that way far in advance, it's shit. super expensive. It's expensive though, right? I would have taken a train, but the thing is about the train is their schedules are fucking weak. Yes. So in other words, if I got on a train, the only one available to me didn't get to P- Pittsburgh until like nine o'clock p.m. So that doesn't do yeah. me any good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Amtrak home, but the Greyhound there. Brutal. Uh, How long a bus ride is it? And then when I got to Pittsburgh, they're like, um, it was like 10 hours. When I got to Pittsburgh, they go, uh, I get there and the manager just goes, we don't put features up, dude. He's just like smiling. He's like, we don't have a hotel for you. And I didn't even panic because I was so tired. And I knew, and Segura, like, I could have stayed in New York and worked. Uh But like, me and Segura, I planned on doing this. And I kind of asked him, hey, can I get out of this? And he was like... He was like, no, like... What do you mean? You guys were co-headlining? No, we were just kind of working together. I mean, I was featuring for him. Oh, okay. I was featuring for him. And I go, hey... And the schedule got fucked up because of the TV taping. I go, hey, maybe I won't come to Pittsburgh. He's like, ah, I'd appreciate it if you would. And I go, okay, okay. I'm doing it. I'm going. Okay, yeah. Uh, because I love Segura and it would be a good time. And it's a hotel. I'm staying on someone's floor right now. So I'm like, fuck it. Let's do this shit. Okay. And you, but so it's a hotel. You shared a room with him, right? No, no, what? they got me the hotel, but it's just that. Oh, they did hour, get you the hotel. Just that hour after I got there, where ever, where the dude was, where I'm just sitting there in the green room of the club. Wait, is he busting your balls, or what's the story? What ended up happening? No, I mean they didn't have a hotel room for me, but then obviously, like Tom's got enough people back in Hollywood that can be like, no, you really got to get Matt okay. a hotel. Oh, that's, that okay. type well, that's of thing. great. That's a that's a happy ending, man. But I it, mean, yeah. it could go the opposite way. But it was that feeling of I would have got on the Amtrak. I think I don't think I would have fucking really. Nah, who knows? We don't have to ever worry about it. Here's something I've noticed. Ever since I started wearing glasses, uh-huh. and uh, I'm like older now, like chicks will sit next to me on the Greyhound bus and on the Amtrak. <laughs> Three. First on the way to fucking um, Pittsburgh. They didn't used two different to? Ones. They didn't used to. They used to avoid you? The, if there was an empty seat, there wasn't hot chicks sitting next to me. But I think I look very disarming. With my glasses. This is all happened to you your whole life, Louie. Yeah, I have why no you idea. I mean, it. I don't know. I just, this is just how I live. I don't know if there's an... I didn't know there's another way. I thought this is just the way, the way it goes. what I do is I always give the girls my phone number and I say, hey, in about a week, send me some pictures of your naked titties. <laughs> but double check. Dude, don't you proofread like every single email you send like a billion times? Well, apparently I well, don't because I'm sending porn links to everyone. That's so great. And then your ex-girl will be like, by the way, how you doing? How's everything going? Because like, girls don't really... Know that we do that. What? Like that we like we like you know if you're you, they you, do you kind of find someone my, who, until they hear the details and then they're like oh my god they know you're a pig until they yeah. find out the details oh what I'm, do you mean they're, they're okay with the fact that you're an animal and you're a pig and then they find out the details like oh Louis sends porn to himself in an email and they're like oh my god I don't know man if if a girl's with me she knows I'm she knows I'm dirty man that's just how it goes right I would say the one thing I have noticed though like with porn like trying to I tried to do this a bit like. People like you, you, know, you watch porn with your girlfriend, even if she's dirty like that. But it's right. still, to me, it's like, 
what are the chances that me and my girlfriend are into the same thing? Like, right. It's impossible because she is a girl and I am a man. So it's not, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not, those genres do not, you know what I mean? It's just not the That's same really shit. That's really funny. I got, funny. I got baited one time. I went out with, I was going out with this really uh, good looking actress in LA and she goes one night, she goes, hey, you want to watch a porn together? And I go, nope. Good one. And I just go, I got you. And like, that was the end of the story Smooth. because... Sooner or later, I would have, you know. Are oh, you saying it's a trick to see what you're actually into? I don't think it was a trick, but I knew it was still bad news. It was a smart move to say that. Because definitely. she knows I like indie rock type chicks, and she wasn't one at all. And eventually, oh, it would lead to like, so all right, so there was. Eventually, it would like, lead to like me liking something or liking some woman on the fucking thing. It's you're playing with fire. Yeah, yeah. definitely. You don't need definitely. to have everything in life. I th- first of all, you do. Second of all, <laughs> I've, there's they set they set traps sometimes, man. I've 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 I barely escaped uh, earlier last year the fucking three way trap. Oh, the three way. It's such a classic trap, dude. It's like, oh, you know, maybe I would be into it, and like, you just gotta say, no. you just gotta be like, you're fucking with me. You're like, oh, like, oh no, she you know what it was? It was my girlfriend at the time. She was like, oh, the open relationship trap. Fuck, oh, yeah. what? that is Don't. such like, like, get the fuck out of here. Like, I kept like, really, really? and it's so tempting because you're like. It's like not fair. It's like you know this is what I what everyone wants. Yeah, but, yes. yeah, but yeah. guess what? Like the open relationship is in the woman's favor like crazy. Because yes. she's got to go out there and get to work. All she has to do is like walk outside, put a nipple halfway outside the door. Yeah, and yeah, all yeah. You're right, you're right. Oh, like five to one, she can lap you. Totally. <laughs> and then you're fucking chilling. And you're just yeah. sad, you know, like like watching that porn video of a girl who looks like her, and she's fucking yeah. other dudes. And then you still just, gotta have boyfriend responsibilities. Oh, like, that you does still gotta help. Still gotta pay for dinner. Yeah. Oh, that does suck. <laughs> you know, I just I wish. <laughs> still gotta make her breakfast in the morning. How was that <laughs> extra dick last night? <laughs> dick. Well, see, I, w- I wish I was that guy that could be like. Some guys are into that. They think it's hot, and right. I, I can't. I don't think I can be that guy. Oh, yeah, like the ever... Beat Generation. They like to watch each other fuck each other's wives and stuff. Yeah. They did that. I thought they were yeah. gay. They're gay. They were fucking promiscuous. They were everything. Man, could you ever sit in a corner and watch them do like plow your your girl? Fucking, that's <laughs> no so. Not, no, not that's just. I, I don't even understand how that works. How you could be like. You know, the weird thing is, I don't want to do that, but I do want to like uh, DP a girl at some point. Do you really? Yes. All right, the Ooh. word is out, folks. Chris has a new CD out, and Louie wants to DP somebody. Now, like a random That's what I'm girl, to promote so like someone that you know. Twitter, uh, what? Now, would it be like a random girl or like someone that you know? I don't know how this scenario plays I out think at all. He's dying for but like, you would do yeah. it with your with your girlfriend, though. I mean, I mean, if you had a girlfriend, would you? If she was down, you would do it with. Oh, I don't know. So the question. Weird. So the question is like. All right, so if it's with your girlfriend, then you want it to be someone you know or someone you don't know. I think it's probably someone you don't know. Sure. Like with my with my ex, uh, I was thinking that we would do it. We were supposed to take a trip to New Orleans. That didn't work out because we broke up. Yeah. But I was like, New Orleans, this is where that kind of thing could happen. You know what I mean? You just <laughs> meet vampires. someone. There's vampires. There's... You meet someone at a bar. There's a swamp. I mean, who knows what's going to happen, man? Cocktails are like a dollar. bayou. Yeah. I mean, you don't know what goes on the what? bayou. Is that what happens out by the bayou? Yeah, like, man. Girls just... I guess they show their tits for like plastic beads. <laughs> they do. That's so true. It's possible. got a slutty. I'm just saying, you meet someone on vacation. They're there for one night. They're gone. You know, what they're mean? already but the, fine with pulling their tits out. Yeah, yeah, you, uh, yeah. Okay, but uh, so you were thinking about this. You were thinking about like this might happen. Double penetration might happen in New Orleans. Uh, it was a consideration true blood. of mine. Wow. <laughs> Hopefully not. Yeah, but let me. <laughs> You know that if you do, I mean, your balls are going to be rubbing up against another dude's well, balls. If you There's remember, no yes, I what know. I invented. This is one of my early sketches. That's like a ball actually condom? that it's called the Nut Wrangler, and what it is, it's a little like uh, pulley system. 
<laughs> to keep your nuts from banging on another guy's nuts in double penetration. See, me and, me Finally. And, yeah, me. <laughs> Finally, a mention that I need is here. Me and Chris, we, I wrote these sketches, and Chris Patrick played, Pending, by the way. played my uh, double penetration partner. Okay. And we were a team. Yeah. And we always worked together, and we advertised this Nut Wrangler product. You can watch the sketch. You can see the sketch on I, my YouTube I, channel. I, I want to see this. Louis Katz's uh, YouTube channel. Yeah. i got to see this. Yeah, Louis Katz Comedy, the Nut so, Wrangler. So there's nothing um, unattractive to you about the double penetration. I mean, there is. I mean, like, why do you want to do it? Just to scratch it off the list, or you're interested in it, or what? I guess it seems like I don't want to fuck a dude, but it just seems kind of. To me, it seems hot how like fucking slutty this chick is. <laughs> yeah, like she's I mean, so like, fucking yeah. dirty that she needs. She craves cock, dude. One, right. that's she's not a enough. Cock savage. She needs two. What? That's this, crazy to me. This cock. is one of those fantasies in porn that I think a, a lot of women don't have. I think you'd be surprised. Okay. Well, the word is out, folks. Not for like the uh, well, maybe like two, maybe two this guys is, at, at the same time. This but is a call to anyone that wants to do this. I think two guys at the same time, maybe, but like butt and vag in the same time. I think that's like point oh oh two percent of women would be cool with that. That's on Tinkle's don't list. I mean, she was like, let's you know, if she made me, I would do it. No, I wouldn't she do it. I wouldn't you. do it because then I, I don't want my balls rubbing. Even if I did buy the nut wrangler, if she made you're like you. you're like still next to some dude. Like like you guys are gonna like touch each. Uh, I guess yeah, if she made you, it's even wrong. worse because it's like hey, I'm kind of bored with and you, plus, but I'll still include you. <laughs> but I'm definitely gonna fuck you. <laughs> plus, I don't like nothing dicks. you can do about it. I don't like my own dick. You don't like dicks? No, not really. I'm not a fan. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty much down. I'll try anything once. I don't want to be pegged. That's and I don't like sure. my asshole being licked because I'm very. I'm very self-conscious about my butthole, I but everything else I'm down for. Uh, I never, I never understood. I remember when uh, licking buttholes finally it was like appeared on the scene. It was like that was a thing, yeah. and it's almost it almost became like a mandatory there for a while. Uh. <laughs> like, oh, you don't lick butthole? Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> what are you queer? I only, uh, <laughs> I only had it happen once, and it was like so awkward. Like she, she licked yours. Yeah, but it wasn't cool because she made me like she like put my legs over my head, so like so like my ankles so. Uh, yeah, and then I, I never felt like a sissy. That's why I felt like yeah, a yeah. sissy. Right. I never felt that way since I was like a little kid. And like I look to the right, and there's my ankle the left, there's my other ankle, and it's like, and I'm like, and I'm just jerking myself off. Like you're about to come in your own face, basically. Basically, so it was like it, it couldn't have been any less any less hot and or fun. Yeah. This is the fucking uh, horniest, sexiest podcast. I'm sorry it got so dirty. Well, it probably, was, right. it, was it dirty before I got here? Or did no, I? it wasn't. We were just talking about uh, his album, but the, I, I brought it up with the, uh, the pictures that's of the true. titties. You did do it. That's, that. that's what happened. That's what happened. Yeah, well, we're making up for that Patch Adams air I made earlier. Well, if you could just stop bringing it up, man. People forgot about it by now, but you've got to keep bringing it up, man. All right. So, <laughs> I don't know if we could take a turn from here. Unless you guys got anything else you need to add about that. So okay, so what have we learned? You we get, you learned this has been a roller coaster ride of a podcast. We so many emotions. Always, <laughs> always check your uh, double, triple check your emails before you send them. Yes, and text messages. Uh, always tell the truth. Well, not always. <laughs> no, <laughs> but tell the truth always. to your friends. <laughs> yeah, and uh, get Louis. Louis wants to double penetrate somebody. I Louis want to double penetrate. And you want to buy Tinkle's album? You'd be okay uh, yes. with another dude fucking breathing on your neck? Ah! Oh, I could, I could, I couldn't imagine. How, what position is he breathing on my neck in? How is he breathing on my neck? Because you guys are both like, like, dude, uh, by I'm, each other. She's here. I mean, like, I'm probably under her. Okay. He's like over her. I mean, our th- maybe our thighs rubbing together would be a little oh, wait, weird. And you guys are gonna lock eyes at some point. 
over no, I'm staring ugh. at her. I'm staring at her. I'm staring no, at her. You ass. can control that. You can oh, stare at her. Couldn't do it. And she can't stare at him. What if right? I, what if the, she can't <laughs> stare at him unless she does a whole 180 yeah. like a fucking owl. I mean, <laughs> what about the. Uh, <laughs> her head spins around. That's a whole nother And then you're thing. fucking the exorcist. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean. You know, God willing, someday I'll I'll do this and I'll report back. You know, the other thing I say about call everything me. is like, call me. I, I got a phone yeah. hookup for the podcast. All right, cool. Call me immediately. I've also like I I was thinking about someday maybe having sex with like a transsexual might be interesting. And but here's the thing I think about that, and it's the same thing. I'm on the fence about that double penetration. I'm 100 percent down for. But I say 100. percent You know what? It's 98. Because here's the truth. You think you want things, and you know the only one person really knows your dick. I'll be in the situation, and my dick will tell me. <laughs> If it's a beautiful yeah, well, woman, your dick wants a lot of stuff if, and is not if, right a lot. If I'm with a beautiful woman and she happens to have a dick, yeah, maybe my own dick will say that's fine, or maybe it'll say that's not fine. Right. And I don't know till I'm in that room with her. You know right. what I mean? And if, if it says it's fine, then it's fine. Okay, I I really like what's Dude, happening. I don't on this ask podcast. my I don't ask my dick any questions. He's Trusted. wrong all the time. No man, always. Right. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't sit down and talk to him before. No, I just do <laughs> stuff. He's right about who you want to bang. Yeah, right about that. Yes, that's, yeah, that's really true. That, yes, 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 yes. Not about life decisions, yeah. but about. But he also uh, wants to bang it's everybody. Never a good also, idea to have sex with anybody. Yeah, ever. but <laughs> yes, you know, there's some things that you think. There's some things you know. Actually, like uh, another, like uh, I'm sorry, we were kind of wrapping up. No, sorry, no, no, no right. keep coming, please. Uh, like, I definitely think anal sex is something I find like some things are hotter in porn than they are in real life. Sure, just because anal sex takes like a lot of prep, it's a little bit messy. You know what I mean? You got to like kind of plan for it a little bit. And uh, and it's just hotter in the movies, and it's not it's, it's still not great huge, in real life. It's not but a huge upside, though. It's not it's not that much different. Yeah, it's not that much different. It's not that much better. I mean, it's a little. You know, the only thing hotter is that I know I'm doing it. <laughs> that's, you're, you're, yeah, you're yeah. not supposed to. Yeah, you basically you basically you know pulled one over. Yeah, basically. that's it. Yeah, you definitely had that thing in your head the whole time going. Right. <laughs> Right, but that's I mean, all it is. It is crazy how it's like not you know. So any of these things could be like that. Maybe I'm like I'm double penetrating, but you know what? I got to imagine double penetration's got to feel pretty good. You know, I think it's probably way cooler in your head. Well, you never, you never. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like you ever. Um, I'm always turned off by uh, double penetration. I can't even watch it. Really. No, well then this that's not yeah. for you. Except but, for the noises that they make, it's pretty great. Well, let me just <laughs> let me just put this out there. Have you ever been fucking a girl and you put a, a finger in her butt? Sure, and you can kind of jack yourself off. Okay, through her through her butt. Yeah. Well, what if that's another dick? I mean, that might it might like you know what I want oh, to you test. Can, oh, I want to just have like fuck a girl with a butt plug and see if that makes it tighter. Sure, I think that let's might ease, make it tighter. Let's ease into this. All right, that's that's round let's one. Let's ease into this. That's round one. So you'll check back in and tell us your progress. I'm just glad this is going out to everybody. Just <laughs> like, <laughs> I better put this out quick before you change your mind. No, I mean like this could work for you. I'm pretty. Free, this could be good man. for you. I'm like this you is are. Like, no, you I'm are. I'm just. This is just. This You're free. Is just it's me cool. about this stuff, and I don't. Right. I don't. I'm not, I'm not ashamed. Beautiful. All right. Well, do you have anything to plug besides your girlfriend's butthole? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a girlfriend. Number one, that I don't have a girlfriend. <laughs> Number two, when is this coming out? Uh, it'll probably come out a week from Monday. A week from Monday, uh, you can catch me in Wilmington, North Carolina. And then in, uh, at the Eating Crow Club, that's the new club down there, Wilmington. And then uh, I will be doing shows in Columbus, Ohio, Pittsburgh, Chicago in September. And also working on a southern tour around the Atlanta area uh, in late September. So nice. hit up my website for that. I'll have dates up soon. Go check out Louie. And what's the, what's the website? LouisCatsComedy.com. That's L-O-U-I-S-K-A-T-Z Comedy.com. 
Use that name and find me on Facebook, find me on Twitter, look me up. If these balls could talk. That's right? my album. And but even more important, more new important, album, though, this the fresh episode, album. Chris fresh. Tinkle. Maybe I don't feel like smiling. Yes. Available on iTunes. Yes, and Google Play and Amazon and all, all that, that stuff. shit. All that guy. shit, dude. All right. This was a fantastic episode. Oh, and then you guys, you guys can follow me on Twitter at Chris Tinkle with a K. Okay. We will. And oh follow Louis. Can I plug the show? Huh? Go ahead. I'll be at the uh, Oddball Festival. I'm not plug that show. Anyway, I'll be at the Oddball <laughs> Festival in uh, California. Is anyone else on that? Uh, yeah, 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 there's a couple hacks that are on it. It's like it's. It, I, I can just imagine like the two people who come to see me are uh, the twenty grand, the twenty thousand people there. Oh what? Oh he's not the headliner. No, I'm not actually. We're tinkleheads. But I'm, so, so I'm uh, on some smaller shows. I'm doing the uh, new Purple Onion. In San Francisco, which I'm excited about, I'm doing the first show there since it's new management, and it's called uh, Doc Ricketts. It's a, it's a, so it's an old Purple Onion, which is a famous place in uh, San Francisco. It's the same physical venue, yep. but under with a new yep. name. And I'll give Doc you the info. Ricketts. Yeah, I'll give you guys both the info. Where off the there's another Doc Ricketts. Where is that? The uh, the other Doc Ricketts, I believe, is in Monterey. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So so that one, and then I will be doing the uh, what the fuck am I doing on that Sunday? I'm doing the. Uh, Oh, um, um, comedy day in San Francisco—the big outdoor park, oh, cool. free comedy show. So, right on. I'll be there. Make sure to do that Patch Adams bit there. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> well, since so and so is not here, it looks like I got a spot today. That'll be that's my opener. <laughs> that's my opener. All right, guys. Uh, check out Tinkle and check out Louis Katz, and yeah, uh, and thanks for listening. Later.